Hello everybody, welcome to the first episode of Cinema Shot. Yes, after long, long delay, it's finally here. Updated with new podcast feeds, new website design. We're back, baby. So spinning out of Atomic Shot, I'm your host, Ben, a.k.a. The Marcus Ziggy. And joining me is my resident uh, resident who will be joining me through this uh, journey of insane journeys of journeys upon journeys of movies and franchises. Tyler! Welcome. Remember when we were going to start this uh, several months ago, and it got delayed inevitably? It was me, Barry. I delayed Cinema Shot up until now, so we can do it when the new site came up. Exactly. It was me, Barry. Okay, so just to give a clarify, Cinema Shot uh, will be basically looking... It's a new show. Um, uh, Atomic Shot will be ending. God, it will be ending soon, thank goodness. We're only halfway through um, so far. So, but Atomic uh, Cinema Shot will be a new permanent third show along with both the Charge Shot Games cast and the uh, Voices of the Vanguard Destiny podcast that our friend Sully does. So basically what this will be is uh, every episode we'll be doing a, French, a series of movies. So for instance, this first 13 episodes will be all dedicated to the DC animated movie Cinematic Universe. Uh... There are other movies in this quote-unquote line, but those are not in continuity. We are focusing mostly on the movies that are in continuity, that they, they, they share a shared, a shared universe, basically. So we won't be talking Justice League God, Gods and Monsters or like New Frontier. Maybe at some point, Tyler and I will come back and revisit those movies and like piece them, like, you know, eat them at piece, piece them one by one. But for now, I figured, well, we already did a shared universe thing with Godzilla you know, from start to finish, let's let's stick with superheroes, uh, or let's start with superheroes. And it's it's not too long. These movies aren't super long, and they're all mostly available on HBO Max, with the, maybe the exception of like one or two. Um, but that's the Egyptian cinema shot will be going forward. It'll be just basically us to come to movies. So hey, if you want to be a guest on on uh, on one of these, either for just one episode or for an entire uh, run, uh, hit me up at Marvel Siggy on Twitter. Yes, do so, and we can work some. And we can work something out. Alright, so this is the first episode. This is on Justice League, the Flashpoint Paradox. Hey, Tyler, do me a favor. In the in the edit to this, put lightning bolt, like lightning bolt sound effects when I'm saying the Flashpoint Paradox. Gotcha. Um, okay. Uh, I love I love that I can tell him that. And it's like, I tried not to make it super hard. I figured, okay, lightning bolts can't be that hard. Um, so, Tyler... Just to get the, just sort of kind of establish. This episode may be longer than normal just because we're trying to establish everything, but bear with us. Tyler, you do not have a lot of experience with the DC Universe as a whole, correct? Um, I have a little bit of experience. Uh, I grew up with Batman the Animated Series, and uh, that's the stuff I'm most familiar with. Uh, I watched right. a bit of Batman Beyond and the Justice League cartoon. Uh, but... Uh, Aside from, like, a few movies, uh, specifically Dark Knight, Tim Burton's Batman, anything Batman-related, really, uh, my knowledge of DC as a whole is fairly limited, uh, in comparison to Ben, at least. Uh, but yeah, when it comes to, like, Marvel stuff, I'm a bit more knowledgeable, but since I don't really follow comic books all that well, uh, my, uh, knowledge well for anything DC-related is admittedly dry. Yeah, and one day we will tackle the MCU. Who knows how fast that will come, but we will tackle the MCU at some nice. point. Um, 
Unfortunately, I would say that we could tackle their line of animated movies, but they don't really have a line of animated. They have some, but not nearly as much to it's warrant a, bit a whole than this couple is. of things. Yes, uh, as I mean, and you brought up Batman, uh, the animated series, which is pretty much like kind of like kickstarted a whole new love of generation for the DC universe for people, especially our age. Um, I love the Superman the animated series, which doesn't get nearly as much love as Batman, but uh, people are stupid. Uh, and of course, the Justice League cartoon, obviously, Neck is like one of the best cartoons ever, both that and Justice League Unlimited. So, just to give kind of preference to what this is, so 10 years ago, God, it's been 10 fucking years. Yeah. 10 years ago, DC Comics basically rewrote their history. They did an event, uh, a miniseries called Flashpoint, where Barry Allen. Um, did something, I don't want to say it because it gets spoilers in the movie, and basically it created this alternate world where Aquaman and Wonder Woman are at war, everything's crazy, nothing's what it was, all because, all because of what Barry did. So at the end of that, Barry ends up resetting it, that's a little bit of a spoiler, but whatever, it happens in the comics. Barry resets it, and that sets a new timeline that's called the New 52. So the animation team, I don't know if it was their decision or if it was Wonder Brothers' decision, uh, I didn't look too much into it, but basically said we want to take that and make it into enemy movies so this is the start of flashpoint paradox and it goes to justice league war and so on and so forth ending concluding with justice league uh justice league dark the apocalypse uh, apocalypse war so this is all a shared thing but technically this is technically the end of one universe and the beginning of another one but i don't know how much you have to know that um but let's go ahead and break it down like we've done before uh, this is Justice League Flashpoint Paradox. This was directed by Jay Oliva, produced by James Tucker, written by Jim Krieg, uh, and this is, of course, based on Flashpoint by Jeff Johns, Andy Kubert. Uh, Jeff Johns is the writer. Andy Kubert was the artist, and now I'm bringing that up because that, that impairs the animation. I'm curious how Tyler feels about that. Um, starring uh, Justin Chambers, C. Thomas Howell, Michael B. Jordan, yeah, uh, Kevin McKidd, Carrie Elwes, Vanessa Marshall, and... Of course, the legendary Kevin Conroy as Batman Bruce Wayne. I say that specifically. With music by Frederick Wiederman. Uh, this was distributed, release date in July 30th, 2013, with a runtime of 81 minutes. No box office time because these were strictly DVD Blu ray releases. So, what? It, before we get into it, Tyler, what were you expecting besides the it was me, Barry memes? Yeah, I pretty much uh, expected the whole Flashpoint thing to go on because I do know a bit about that event. Uh, because I did hear about uh, how the Flash pretty much just reset the entire DC timeline um, over 10 years ago. Goddamn. Uh, yeah, well, th- yeah. Well, they, they basically said it. Now they've they said that it wasn't him. It was Doctor Manhattan who fucked with it that caused it. Well, Barry caused Flashpoint, but Doctor Manhattan caused the New Fifty Two. Doctor Manhattan is not going to show up at all in, in these animated movies. I can tell you that much. But that's how it happened in the comics. Um, but like, were you expecting like? Obviously, I guess you were, you had to have been expecting a Elseworld, other other universe type of yeah. story, right? With this, considering yeah, I did. Okay. So, uh, let's get right into it. It kind of opens up with a basic adventure, you know, uh, the, the rogues, uh, which are Flash's villains, are attacking the Flash Museum. Flash is the only superhero who has a museum dedicated to him, which I always found that fascinating. Yeah, you think um, Batman would have something like that, but he just keeps all his shit nah. in his cave. Exactly. He has his own museum, it's just nobody else can see. Um, so, uh, there you have Captain Cold, the top, 
Heat Wave, Weather Wizard, I think, is there. Basically, the classic. I think Mirror Master might be there, too. Uh, basically, the classic Flash Rogues Gallery. And after a nice little tussle, ba- Barry basically puts the idea together that, like, okay, y'all are too much, y'all are too stupid to fucking uh, think of this, uh, think of to do this. So it turns out that Ao Berthon, the reverse Flash, uh, is behind it all, and he basically trapped, he basically planted bombs on the, uh, on the rogue, on the rogues, that's what they're called, and traps Barry in this goo thing, so Barry has a bomb near him, um, Barry then traps Arab, uh, Thon, and Thon's like, well, if I gotta die, and you get to die, then it's all good. Um, I'm surprised he doesn't have just, an, a whole erection coming out of his bodysuit the entire time with how much he dude, fucking hates dude, Barry. Real talk, who, uh, who voices, um... Uh, see Thomas Howell voices uh, Aerobarthon. He sound like this is not meant to be a jive, but he sounds like he's constantly like aroused when he's talking to Barry at all, which which kind of makes sense because Barry uh, Aerobarthon has a weird obsession with Barry, so it, it like it's just the way he sounds. Um, but we'll get into the cast momentarily. So uh, the Justice League show up and through basically cool like little mo- like kind of showing off the Justice League powers. Like I, I like this moment because you saw. Um, Superman basically clutched the bomb with his hand, and he's like, it's the waiting that sucks the most, and, like, it lets the bomb explode in his hand. Um, Aquaman takes one of the rogues to the, to the ocean, or to, like, the bay, like, the, like, the bay, and he basically has, like, microbes eat the, uh, the, the, the bomb away, which is pretty cool, and Batman is just like, "Mm, operation, operation, eh, you're dead, you're dead, which is like, that's a suicide mission, by the way, with, because, basically, Green Lantern has Batman and uh, the Rogue inside this bubble in space. So if Batman fucks up, he's dead. Yeah. But he's Batman, so he um, never fucks up. Yeah, exactly. Um, so luckily they all stop it. They stop all the bombs. Um, and uh, until and eventually Aeborthon is also taken care of. And, you know... And uh, and, and so we can, and then we kind of get like a, a, a that... I think they. I think they, I think the movie open. I kind of skipped it. The, the movie opens up with Barry Allen and his mom stuck on a on a freeway, um, or on the highway. Like their their car's broken down. That that's how the movie begins. That kind of sets the tone. So then, Edward uh, Thorn kind of gets into his head because that's how he does. And Barry goes to visit his mother's grave. Uh, if you've seen the Flash TV show, you are more than aware of, aware of this that Barry's mom was killed by the Reverse Flash. And that's pretty much true here. But Barry kind of gets the idea of like, well, shit, I'm the fucking Flash. I can run really fast. And so he basically runs until a white light happens. And then he wakes up, seemingly everything's normal. And then all of a sudden he hears about, he hears like one thing. I think the, his, his, his CEO basically tells him, uh, you need to get on the Elastic Kid murders. And he goes, Elastic, uh, uh, Elastic Man, uh, or, or Elongated Kid. Uh, and he's like, no, elongated, and he says, he t- Barry tries to correct him, elongated man? He's like, no, kid, come on, Barry, what the fuck are you doing? So basically, Barry slowly discovers, okay, something's different, the big thing being, his mom's alive, which is like, okay, something's definitely up. Yep. Um, and then we learn, uh, we kind of learn through kind of dialogue that Aquaman and Wonder Woman are at war with the, war with each other, and basically their war is destroying the world. 
Um, and then we cut to Gotham City, which is very different Gotham that you know. Well, actually, I don't even know how much different it is. It's from a little shittier. Regular... Just a little. A little shitty. A little shittier. We see Batman chasing this uh, new, seemingly new character across the rooftops. And then you're thinking, oh, okay, well, there's Bruce. All of a sudden, fucking Batman pulls out a 9mm and starts shooting away. Like, okay, that's that's definitely not Bruce. Or if it is Bruce, it's a different oh, Bruce. Oh, no. Um, Batman's got a gun. Yeah, he's got two guns. Uh, and so eventually, it, it turns out that was a ruse. Uh, Cyborg, who is voiced by Michael B. Jordan, who at this, like, it sounds odd he'd be in it, but at this time, he wasn't, like, the superstar we know him now. He was, like, on the rise at this point, I think. Yeah, that's wild. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy, right? Um, but yeah, he, he voices Cyborg, and he basically has this coalition of superheroes he's trying to get together to basically go over to the United Kingdom, uh, where, uh, the Amazons. It sounds like I'm cramming all that information, is because the movie crams a lot of information. Um... The Amazons have, uh, so basically he wants Batman to join this team, this League of Justice, if you will. Um, the Avengers. To the, exactly. I, I wish they would sneak that into a movie somehow. Um, uh, I think one of them is Enchantress. Uh, there's a couple of other characters that I, I don't really remember. They're just kind of C characters. It's mostly the, the big Shazam one kids. Is, yeah, the Shazam kids are the most notable one, and we'll get into like, why they're called the Shazam kids later on. Um... But in Batman's like fucking war is over, dude. We lost. Bye. Uh, Barry figures, okay, I have to find my old teammates, and he breaks into the into Wayne Manor, which is now run down. Okay, what? Well, something's going on. And fucking this Batman finds Barry in the Batcave, proceeds to, and this is gonna be a theme for this movie. Beats the utter living hell out of Barry. Like, oh my god, because uh, Barry in this world is not a flash he doesn't have his powers he doesn't in fact he tries running really really fast but he realizes like hey wait a minute wait a minute i'm not what's going on i don't don't want to go falls over his fucking face so he's getting his shit kicked in by this batman um and barry kind of puts two and two together that oh bruce like he keeps saying bruce it's me bruce it's me he's like bring up my dead son how do you know that name yeah, exactly, pretty much. Yeah, this is all. This is also three years before that movie, so maybe this is where Zack Snyder got that idea. Um, and so basically, he Barry Barry's a smart guy, so he puts them together. Okay, so Bruce died, so you're Thomas Wayne, you're his father, and pretty much confirms that this is Thomas Wayne, and that this reality, Bruce Wayne was killed that night, and both Martha and Thomas Wayne were lived. Here's a fun fact about Thomas about Martha Wayne, and they kind, they allude to it in a flashback sequence. It's kind of like shushed over and they don't really go into the mess of the movie so i'll go and talk about it now um thomas wayne becomes batman and martha wayne is seen grieving over her dead son's body which is tragic and she becomes the joker and no i'm not shitting you she becomes the joker yeah it's Um, crazy yeah there's actually a mini series called flashpoint uh batman which you can still find uh probably for super cheap now and it's apparently really good. I never read it, but, like, it's a nice, like, very twisted take on the Batman-Joker relationship by having it be the father uh, and mother of, of Bruce Wayne. So if you want interest, if you want something different. Um, uh, but basically, then Barry has his hands, and Batman, like, Batman's basically surgically breaking his fucking fingers. Like, oh, God, stop, Batman. Um, even threatens to bring out his surgical uh, gloves. And Barry finds his ring uh, that that the Flash costume comes out of, 
and Ohio's costume comes out, and he's like, let me show you. And out of costume, Tyler, what comes out of that costume? What comes out of that ring? It's Professor Zoom's outfit, the reverse Flash. Yes. So pretty much basically telling Barry, I'm like, oh shit, fuck, this is Zoom's fault. Of course it's Zoom's fault. (laughs) Okay, so basically, Barry's whole idea is like, I have to get my speed back. This is the only way to stop Zoom. So... If you don't know the origin of the Flash, I'm gonna break it to you right down. Basically, lightning storm one night, freak accident in the lab, all these chemicals dumped on Barry out at the same time lightning bolt hit him, gave him super speed. So Barry's genius idea, strap him to an electric chair during a stormy night, which god they are so lucky, and basically dump the same chemicals on him and then electrocute himself. And yeah. What did you think about this scene, Tyler? I'm curious. Um, I thought it was fascinating to see uh, the Flash recreate uh, him getting his powers the first time. Like, except this time he's actually doing it on purpose. The first time it doesn't work at all. Right. Like, he just gets electrocuted and he just has third degree burns all over his body and he just looks like a mummy. Yeah, it's corpse. like. Yes, it's and that happened. That's the, like this. This book is this movie is actually pretty faithful to the comic with its runtime in terms of its big moments. Like that happens. I remember that's the. I think that was like the last page of one one like maybe issue one or issue two, and it's like oh god because you think that's the moment. Okay, here comes here comes the Flash. Like no, he's he's a charred corpse. Um, holy shit, <laughs> you just killed Barry Allen, and then Barry is somehow alive. I don't know how he's alive, but he's somehow alive. Damn, main character powers. Like, yeah, main character. Oh, trust me, that goes all the way. Oh, that will all go away very, very. Oh god. Anyways, that's that's for later. I'll hold that, and I'm gonna let y'all hold that. Um, Barry's like one more. I can still fight, and he tries it again. And lo and behold, he has to. He has a super speed again. So, meanwhile, we do get some backstory on exactly why Aquaman and Wonder Woman are fighting. So it looks like in this universe. Uh, Superman never. Cr- okay, here's a couple of changes that happened. The movie kind of goes over. Superman never crashed in Metropolis in in Kansas City in Smallville. He crashes in Metropolis and he gets captured by the U.S. government. So he's he. We'll get to him later, but he's not. He never grew up to be Superman. Aquaman and Wonder Woman never like basically leave their people, and they end up like they're kind of. It's I think it's established that they're like. At, not at the rival clans to each other, like the Atlanteans and the Themyscirian and the, th- and, uh, um, the women. They of make Themyscira. a peace treaty, and uh, Arthur and Diana fuck at one point, and uh, yeah, there. And Aquaman's wife finds them and tries to murder Wonder Woman, but gets murdered back yeah. instead, leading into pretty much yeah, World she, War Three. Yeah. So yeah, not just murder. She fucking chops off her head and holds it for where you can see. Fatality. Not by the way. Not the worst thing Wonder Woman does in this movie. I'm telling you that right now. Um, Goddamn Wonder Woman. I forgot I forgot how brutal this movie is. Um, and so basically... And she actually wears Mera, her crown. Wonder Woman wears Mera's crown as like a trophy. I'm like, that's... Really? That's, that's kind of fucked it's up. It's a nice so basically, What are you talking about? Yeah, it is. But so basically... Themyscira, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the Amazons have basically taken over the United Kingdom, that little island, and raise it up, and now it's new Themyscira. Fucking Atlantis, with a, with a super weapon, destroys all of Europe, so that's why the war is kind of, like, the, the, the war, and, like, basically it's, it's all coming to a head. 
and we're all coming to this final conflict. Um, eventually, uh, Barry convinces Batman to fight alongside for the heroes, and it comes down to a battle at, uh, at, at, at in New Themyscira. Um, there is a point where we do get to see, like, in New Themyscira before the battle starts, uh, Steve Trevor is on the run from the from these Amazons, and this is like one of the more like things you you like. It's hard to see because you know their history, but Steve Trevor is captured by Wonder Woman, and like one of her servants is like, "Do you want me to stop him, my queen?" She's like, "No, an Amazon queen is not beneath her people. I can nothing is beneath me." Fucking lasso truth around the neck, lifts him up, and you basically see she's choked Steve Trevor to death. Like that's that's just like oh. Okay. Damn. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty gnarly. So all all they, they get the Shazam kids and the whole thing and the whole team to basically fly to uh, New Themyscira to find uh, the Reverse Flash because Barry uh, saw a picture I think posted by Lois Lane um, of Eobarthon. Like it's brief, but you can recognize that yellow shit stain anywhere. Um, and so basically, okay, there he's there. And pretty much it leads to an all-out brawl on New Themyscira. A very brutal brawl, uh, which will go more into depth and like when we talk about fight sections. Because I feel like we can do fight sections in these movies. Since like the, like we do with Atomic Shot. And um, Aquaman is uh, basically triggers a Doomsday device that pretty much not that is going to... Wa- not, not that Doomsday. Oh, uh, that would be... No, we'll get to Doomsday much later on. Doomsday will show up. Oh, he will He will show up. Um, and so, basically, it's nuclear holocaust. Like, it's wiping out the Earth, and Barry ultimately has to run back in time to reset it, and so that this world never happens, and, it do- and he does. So, that's pretty much Flashpoint. So, let's, let's talk about the, the... Let's talk about one thing. So... For the longest time, DC kind of had this reputation of, like, kid-friendly, you know? Um, Like, you know, especially Superman, like, very stoic, very honest characters. If you want grit and gritty characters, you go to the Marvel Universe. That ain't true with this movie, man! (laughs) Yeah, this this is definitely a reboot. This, that's for sure. Like... Like, I think they, I think even before this, like, some of the other DVD releases were more, like, mature, but I think up to this point, this is the, like, up to this point, I stress that, this is the most violent DC movie I'd ever seen. Um, here's some examples. Fucking Aquaman gets his arm sliced off, uh, gets stabbed multiple times, um, I mentioned the C. Trevor bit, um, am I missing something? Uh... There are some dudes that uh, got fuck. arrow to death. Yeah, multiple times. Wonder Woman. Okay, so here, Wonder Woman. After fighting with Captain Thunder, who that's the Shazam kids are. They they all form Captain Thunder. That's his name for this reality. Uh, she manages to get the lasso of truth around him and forces him to say the name to change back. And instead of being like, "Oh shit, your kids," Wonder Woman gives no single fuck. She goes right towards Billy Batson. Lifts his ass up and chokes him to death. Damn. And like, it's like, that's a kid. I'm like, I mean, they don't show it. But next thing you see is her lifting. You hear him straggle. And she just tosses his life, his courts on the bottom. Onto the, onto the ground. Yeah, Wonder Woman's brutal in this movie. That's for sure. Yeah, like, I mean, even Aquaman himself is, uh, which, who's voiced by Carrie Elvis, by the way, of Princess and the Bride, which I couldn't tell. 
Like, I couldn't tell if it was... Because he didn't have that usual charm I was used to. But He's really then again, good at asking not... voice. It, yeah, it, it seems like it. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah. How did you feel about the violence, Tyler? I mean, like, I know you and I are not prudes or anything, but... Like, were you expecting it to be this, like, intense? I wasn't expecting it to be this intense. Uh, I was expecting some, uh... I was expecting some murder to some capacity, given the material that we were working with. But, you know, nothing of this magnitude. Uh, I mean, it's not Mortal Kombat crazy, but it's it's kind of up there, sort of. Can I... Can I... I'm gonna give you a brief tease... It's gonna get Mortal Kombat crazy. Oh, is it? Oh boy, we're we're yeah. getting into yeah, Mortal some... Kombat Eleven up in here. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get that bad. Um, just just pre- if you've never seen these movies, prep yourself now. This is this is light, and I'm wincing. This is light. Um, but I think it was I think it was fine because I think it shows that these characters can be uh, uh can be malleable. That you I mean, like, granted, it's not like actually. Batman killing, like, there's one point where Batman shoots Black Manta, like, right in point blank in the head. No! Fucking, that's another big one. Fucking Batman, so, after Barry and Zoom, and or uh, Reverse Flash eventually fight, and Zoom fucking gets a rebar, stabs Barry right through his thigh, um, and of course beats the shit out, proceeds to brutally and slowly, by speedster senses at least, beat the shit out, or I should say methodically, that would make, that would make much more sense. Beats the, sh- beats the shit out of out of Barry, and then right as B- uh, Barry's or uh, Albert Reverse Flash is about to get the fu- case killing blow, fucking Batman, right between the literally right between the eyes. Watch this. Yeah, ex- exactly. And so yeah, Reverse Flash is killed, and like they don't they don't hide away from it. I don't. Uh, I'm trying to look up what the age rating was of this it's movie. PG-13. I don't believe. Yeah, it's PG thirteen. That's a that's a hard PG thirteen man. Yeah, right. I, I I don't know how that sh- that shot alone <laughs> makes it an R because you see his brain and sh- like it's it's crazy. I think the ratings um, board is more lenient on uh, direct to DVD releases because if this probably, was like a whole theater thing, that I imagine that there would be some parents that would be throwing shit fits at that scene. Dude, I guarantee there. I I wonder, right? So let me ask you this. Um. Uh, did you feel lost at any point, or did you feel like they kind of covered everything in a decent way You where you enjoyed the story? Um, I was lost at first. Like, as soon as Barry found himself uh, in the alternate reality that he finds himself in, I was like, wait, when did this happen? What just happened? Uh, but the movie does a good enough job of explaining itself uh, methodically enough that I was able to keep up by the middle of it. Okay, that's good. That's very good. Okay, um, so let, let's talk, let's talk about the voice cast um, here. Um, we have Kevin. Con- I think Kevin Conroy is like the only notable one for sure in terms of like be- if you're familiar with the DC universe, he voices Batman for both the opening ending scenes. Um, Justin Chambers voices the Flash, who I thought he was fine. Yeah, he he was perfectly fine as Barry. I really liked Michael B. Jordan as Cyborg. Oh yeah. That's some godly like, casting right there. Yeah, like he didn't have anything crazy, but like he, it just sounded like like he would be a good cyborg. He had a good like reluctant leadership behind him. Like he like voice to him. Um, it's kind of weird because like they kind of modulated his voice too because obviously he's a robot. Um, 
or he's a, he's a, he's a cyborg dumbass. Um, but I, I thought he was uh, I thought he was good. Um, but I'm curious on to see what you thought of uh, uh, Thomas Wayne Batman. Um, I knew this was a thing. Uh, yeah, Thomas is way more brutal than his son in this continuity for sure. Uh, yes. Even though he's the goddamn Batman, I didn't expect um, an old an old person like him to be as agile as he is. But you know, right. I guess that just comes to the territory of being Batman, I suppose. Yeah, very brutal. I I did like his exchange. Like I felt like he had a good exchange with uh with Justin Chambers. Like I feel like they had a good like back and forth because mo- most of the movie is dedicated to them on screen you're following the adventures of batman and the flash um and i thought they had a good after the point of batman beating the other shit out of barry um you get that out of the way but yeah i i think the voice cast is overall good i again i think c thomas howell who i've heard that name before i don't know where though um oh he was in red dawn okay never mind um uh, he, uh, I'm trying to look at this movie credits. I, how did you feel about him? Cause he, there's not really a villain. Cause we'll get to the spoiler moment in a minute, but he's like the biggest known villain in this movie. Um, so how did you feel about him as, as, as reverse flash? Oh yeah. Uh, I was expecting, uh, reverse flash hate boners all around. Uh, even with the memes in mind. Uh, yeah, he's pretty much the perfect antithesis to uh, Barry Allen as a character. Like, isn't his whole deal is, like, he's a dude from the future that goes back in time to, like, do all these crimes and the Flash stops him and he just pretty much just has, like, an obsession with ruining Barry's life? Pretty much, yeah. That's pretty much the reverse Flash's deal. And I think you you get that performance a lot because he comes very... He comes off as, like... That's he has a. This is gonna sound rude, but I don't mean I don't mean to be rude. He has a very good stalker voice. Like I feel like the way he the way he talks to Barry is very like you know psychopathic stalker. Yeah, he's incredibly condescending every time he speaks to Barry. It's great. Yeah, no, he, he's he's great, and he like it's it's perfectly border like it's almost too cheesy, but it's also like intimidating, especially again when he stabs fucking Barry with leg with a fucking piece of rhubarb ah um sorry sorry um yeah um so overall i think a very solid voice cast um very solid voice cast i'm curious though this animation and animation style now i know why it looks like this or rather the the art style not necessarily the animation but what did you think about number one the art style and number two, the animation. I think the art style is fine. Um, I think some of the male characters um, in the face kind of look too similar to each other. Um, but, you know, that's that's just comic books. Uh, they usually have, like, uh, templates to go by, I suppose. As for the animation, it's kind of on and off with me. Uh, for, like, the action scenes, it looks, it looks fine. But when they're actually talking, uh, I find that their uh, mouth movements don't exactly sync up with the words that they're saying and it's kind of distracting 
Okay, so the reason why it has that certain art style, just to kind of give it a little bit of, little bit of trivia, uh, they don't they they stop doing this later on. But initially, during this whole line of directed DVD movies, uh, they when they were adapting like popular storylines to movie anime movies, they wanted to try to retain the artist's original like design as much as possible. And so Andy Cooper, uh, is it Andy or Adam Cooper who did this? I don't really even know. Um, Andy Cooper, okay. Andy Cooper, who did the artist, and if you ever just go, if you go look it up, look up Andy Cooper's art for DC. He has a very big, like, like they're not super rooted out, but he has a very unique style about him that, like, any comic fan will tell you, oh, that's what it looks like. And I feel like they almost nailed it, but I feel like, man, Aquaman just looks a bit too broad. His face looks a little too small. Yeah, Aquaman is huge in this movie. Yeah. Like, like Batman, I think is appropriately bulky. Like, but like everybody else has like a big ass frame about them. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Okay. Well, overall, I think I think not. I think not too terrible. I think there are like I honestly think the worst piece of animation in this was the final scene where Barry does the running into the sun sequence, and it's the CGI. I think it's 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 not animation anymore. It's like a CGI version of the Flash running. That didn't look the greatest. Yeah, there was another point where they used uh, Flash CG where uh, he's running toward the military boat shooting at him. Oh, no. Yeah, I must have drawn that part out. So, yeah, I, like, I think it's not terrible. I think coming from, like, the previous, like, say, like, the, 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 like the Justice League shows and everything like that, it, I think it looks, I don't think it looks as good. I think there are some points where, like, the characters look a little too stiff. But I think it gets the job done. I think it like if the if the purpose was to capture Andy Kubert's art, I think I think it served that purpose. Yeah. Okay. So we got a couple of fights. I don't think we should go over all of them. Um, but I, let's just go over sort of the last fight since that sort of was the big one. What did you did you have a good time with that one? Um, I thought it was a all right final fight. There was definitely a lot of uh, brutal murders for sure. But that just comes to the territory, I suppose. Yeah, I do like that there's, like, an impending... Even though, like, they're trying to stop Wonder Woman and Aquaman, I like that there's a sense there's a sense of inevitability with this movie that it's going to go bad no matter what, and it's up to Barry to fucking stop it. Um, so, yeah, I thought... I thought it was entertaining. Yeah. You know, you had some nice, some nice cool moments. Again, the whole, like... Like, obviously, you knew, because you've seen the Shazam movie, right? I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, okay. Well, like, I, I, I'm guessing you know, did you know that the, 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 the Shazam kids would become, uh, not necessarily his name, Captain Thunder, but he would become that? Or I thought it was just going to be Billy Batson. I didn't uh, realize that there was, like, a whole legion of children that become Shazam. Yeah, only only in this. In, in the, uh, normally, it's, like, each kid would get like their own bot like they would become like captain like Shazam but here like they they combine the one that's 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 unique to this okay but yeah I thought the final fight was good I like the kind of poetic moment that like even though one number one Aquaman gets his arm like I said Aquaman gets his arm sliced sliced off um I can't even remember how that happened again um it just it just it just stuck with me but even though like he's on his deathbed fucking wonder woman comes up behind him stabs him in the stomach or like probably like his kidney and like even she should have just shut up and stopped and just killed him before he pressed his a button 
on his belt, and that launched a nuclear holocaust on everybody. But, yeah, overall, entertaining fight. I did enjoy... I think that my favorite parts are probably the, um... You know, Barry versus Reverse Flash fights, where they're fighting in between the fighting. And then, of course, basically Reverse Flash toying with Barry. And this is where we get the reveal that Barry, dog, homeboy, it wasn't me who did this. It was you. It was you, Barry. Yeah, so, like, how did you... Did you... I knew that twist, even when I first saw this movie, because I read the comic, obviously. But did you, how did you feel about that twist? Um, I knew about the twist as well. Uh, okay. Again, I knew a little bit about Flashpoint and how it went about. It was pretty much just Barry uh, hopping back in time, just running backwards in time, saving his mother. And it pretty much ruins the entire universe. Yeah, and there's even a point where, like, uh, Thawne brings up to him, who I'm like... Really, uh, you could. You, you, hey, are you? You're a big hero, aren't you, Barry? But you didn't save JFK. You didn't keep Hitler in art school. You saved your mommy. He even calls him that again, keeping with the whole condescending nature. But a great, great fucking sequence. But yeah, Barry doesn't do the hero thing. He pretty much says, "Fuck it, I'm gonna be selfish." How, he ba- Barry basically said, "How bad could it be if I save my mom?" The answer is the world's gonna end, Barry. That's the answer. That's what happens when you fuck around with time travel. Yeah, fuck. Literally, the time stream went fuck around and find out, <laughs> and, and, Barry, and Barry found out. Um, so yeah, like I, I but I, I did kind of like that because it kind of shows that, like, as good as Barry is, and he kind of, and, and it kind of serves like moments throughout the movie that, like, he he's talking about being a hero. But he committed like the worst thing probably a hero could do. He was selfish. He chose the fate of his of his own. Uh, he chose to save one instead of, of many, which that's a difficult choice to make. But you know, it, he, it, look at the world it created. Jesus. Yep. I mean, it's not like Barry could have known that. It's not like Barry. Could, I mean, like it's not like this is the future of DC Universe. It's an alternating future. It only happened because of what Barry did. But it, I, I do like it as a lesson of humility uh, for Barry. Yeah. And it also uh, serves the lesson that uh, his uh, mother tried to teach him uh, in the beginning of the movie, where uh, you you can't change what can't be changed. Exactly, um, like time, like time is like, like like time is like a river. Like yeah, it, it can splinter off something, but eventually it's gonna wanna. Eventually, a river's gonna come and set course, and it's gonna set itself again. You, you, you know, you can only change so much. Like some things are just set in stone. But isn't it crazy though that one event? It's probably because that one event he doesn't. I'm assuming it's because he doesn't. His mom doesn't die. He doesn't become a CSI member. He, then that because that that means he's not in the lab when he it, to get electrified by lightning. So he doesn't become the Flash. So other hero, it, it sends this whole fucking spiral and everything. It starts crazy. To think about that's like if I um, deci- that's like if yesterday if I decided to eat a turkey sandwich instead of a peanut butter sandwich, and uh, it prevents me from becoming a member of the Green Lantern Corps. Dude, that's multiverse theory in a nutshell. <laughs> like, well, what if I... That's literally what it is. It's like, well, if I... It's like, each of your decisions fucking splints off another alternate reality, which is what the DC Universe... The multiverse, rather, is full of. Um, so, okay. I, th- I think we're running good on time here. Let's go ahead and wrap this up, because you have another movie to watch after yep. this. Um, so, Tyler. Um, final thoughts on Justice League, The Flashpoint Paradox. Um, I thought the 
this is a fine movie. Uh, it's definitely intimidating at first because if you're not as familiar with DC stuff as I am, it can come off as a bit intimidating because there's so many characters and uh, character interactions and lores to keep up with, and they all throw it at you at once. But it does a good job of uh, explaining itself, even to a newbie like me. And uh, overall, I thought this was a fine movie. Uh, it definitely has flaws, I will say that. It can be a bit intimidating, but just if you give it a chance, then you'll find something entertaining here. Okay, and I think I'll agree. Coming, I think it was an okay adaptation. I feel like they, you can tell they try to cram as much as they could from the Flashpoint story, from what I've read. Um, name, like obviously, you get like no attention, almost maybe like one percent of attention on the Aquaman Wonder Woman conflict, which is like the reason why they're fighting. But you're not there for that. You're there like to understand like why the fuck Barry. You know why Barry caused all this and like his journey. That's what, she, what you're there for, and to help Thomas Wayne. But I think it was a definitely, a definitely fun movie. It's weird because like it's it's technically the start of something, but it feels like the end of something when you watch it. Um, that, that's kind of the the weird opposite part of it. But I think uh, in terms of like an action movie, definitely has it has a good sense. I feel like there's a nice over sense of dread the entire movie. Like there's never any sense of hope at all, except for like except for Barry when he opens his mouth uh, or does something. Uh, Voice acting was good. Animation had, was was spotty at points, but I think overall it was pretty solid. Um, so I know we did stars for Godzilla, but I kind of want to do with this as I want to keep it themed to the series we're doing. So let's let's give it a capes out of five. Ooh. So one cape being the worst, five capes being the best. So Tyler, let's put a number on this episode. What do you give Justice League: The Flashpoint Paradox? I would say. Either a three and a half or a four. Like, I'm kind of iffy on four. that. Okay, so about a three and a half capes out of five, then. Okay. I'm going to give it a three. I think it's perfectly decent, perfectly fine. I think there's definitely some weak moments. Just because I think the runtime ultimately hurts it the most is because it's only, it's only an hour, 15-minute movie. It's not a long movie at all. Um, I think that's its biggest downfall. Uh, but voice acting is solid. Animation looks cool. There's some nice fight scenes. Hey, and if you like violence, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're either, gonna, you're, you're either going to be welcome, welcome with it, or you're gonna be like me going, oh god, every five fucking minutes. Um, and like I said, guys, it's only gonna get worse oh, no. in terms of gratuity. It's oh god, why did I agree? why did I do this? Um, I don't. Okay. But that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen, for the first episode of a, of a Cinema Shot as I get my names all mixed up. Uh, we will be back next week, or now we will officially be into the new continuity that Barry rebuilt at the end of this movie. Oh, real quick. Did you watch the spo- the uh, extra credit scene at the end? I did not. So it's not much, but it kind of, in this place, it pretty much sums up that this is going to be a shared universe movie. They There are post-credit scenes in these movies going forward. Uh, just let everybody know. Uh, basically, at the end of the movie, you see a big sun, and then all of a sudden, you see a whole bunch of dark side parademons coming out. So oh. that's each. Yeah, that's what you know we're dealing with the next movie, which is Justice League War. Uh, the, uh, the the based the it based on the uh, Justice League comic book origin, uh, which launched the New Fifty Two after Flashpoint Paradox. So we'll be back. It's basically the the, the we get to see the birth of 
the Justice League. Okay. So hopefully it won't be as great as like intense inducing as this movie was. But uh, Tyler, please tell everybody where they can find you. You can follow me on Twitter at Hey It's That Tie. Check the pinned tweet that links to my YouTube channel where I review old vintage fighting games. Uh, it is called Tiger Shoes Reviews, and I have fun making them. Uh, you can also check me on uh, uh, Twitch.tv slash Tiger Shoes 1, where I occasionally do uh, live streams. As of now, I am doing a playthrough for Fire on Three Houses, so look forward to that. We also have Atomic Shark here on the on the site here. Uh, Justin and I are uh, steadily going through that. We're halfway done with that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, look forward to uh, the next seven episodes. All right, and you can find me at twitter.com slash marvosiggy for all things related to the self-proclaimed marvelous one. Um, I stream live every three days a week at twitch.tv slash uh, iggy2814, all at 6 p.m. Central Time. That is Sunday, Tuesday, and uh, Wednesday, so come for that. We're playing Mass Effect and Grandia, and Tuesday is kind of a random day. Haven't said on that yet. And um, uh, I also did a YouTube video. I, my most recent YouTube video finally came out. It's on Earthbound and sort of basically about nostalgia and childhood memories and just the state of the world and what have been being. But it's out. Uh, you can go check it out. It's on my YouTube page. Um, and, uh, and of course, go to chartshow.com for all chartshot content. Again, we just kind of, re- along with, it took us a little bit, but the reboot of chartshot, we've now... Uh, change the site so the site has a new layout we've divided the shows into not just segments on the website but feeds so if you kind of got tired of the watch alongs and the different shows on one feed well now you can subscribe whatever feed you want so if you want uh chart shot movies like basically this stuff uh go to ch- uh, chart movies and it'll be there uh or chart shot games for both uh chart shot uh games cast and voices of the vanguard but to get everything all in one package, simply head to chartshot.com where you can see the lovely new layout that our buddy Justin put together. It looks really, really nice. It's so cool. Um, yes. So thank you, everybody, uh, for joining us. Uh, we will see you next week for Justice League War. What it isn't good for. Absolutely action. nothing. Say it again now. Hi. All right, everybody, no matter what. Stay charged. Have a good night, everybody. Gotta run.